Robert Pell, and welcome to Clubhouse Conversations. They come from all corners of the world, and they descend on towns everywhere. Burlington, North Carolina, Idaho Falls, Idaho, Lexington, Kentucky, Wilmington, Delaware, Springdale, Arkansas, Papillion, Nebraska, and Kansas City, Missouri. What do all these men have in common? They work together to win. It's time to talk to another Royal on Clubhouse Conversation. Well, the third day of the 2014 June Amateur Draft began yesterday. And it didn't take long for this man's name to be called by the Royals. His name is Robert Pell. He's out of the University of Washington, and he was KC's 11th round draft pick. First thing in the morning as he joins the Royals organization. Now, Pell is a former Cape Cod League All-Star, a summer baseball All-American, gives the Royals tremendous upside with his bat in power in the corner outfield, and he joins us now here on Clubhouse Conversation. Robert Pell, as always, man, thanks for joining us, and congratulations on this big honor of being selected by the Royals. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm very uh, excited about this opportunity. Were they the, the team you most expected to draft you? Um, I mean, going into the draft, I I definitely thought there's a some um, a good chance of it happening, um, and as it played out, it um, it turned out to be more likely, and I thought it was a great fit, and I was really excited to uh, get an opportunity to uh, be a part of the organization. Now, where did you spend draft day at, and then who was with you? Um, uh, so draft day, I uh, my parents came up to Seattle um, by my college and just uh, I went to their hotel and uh, got a little breakfast and just kind of hung out in the hotel room. Uh, luckily, I, uh, I heard my name come up pretty early in the morning, so I wasn't sitting around too long. <laughs> yeah, so you, just, you just had the laptop and you're all kind of huddled around it, just keeping your fingers crossed? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was actually uh, I was watching, I was watching some college baseball um, super regional games uh, my parents were on some on their computers or iPad, and um, I mean, I actually all our phones kind of blew up at once, and uh, kind of almost came in quicker than the feed on the computer came in. Well, yeah, so, that's well, that was uh, like the first yeah. the Royals' first pick of the of the day, right? The eleventh round, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, eleventh round is the first first one for them of the day. Well, that got out of the way quick. Then was that was that about where you thought you might go ballpark coming into the draft? Um, yeah, I mean, ballpark coming in, that's, um, you know, where I, where I thought I, sh- I deserved to be. Uh, um, I mean, I would talk possibly on um, second day, but I mean, going, going 11th round is, uh, I mean, it's where I thought I should be. And, um, I mean, I was, I was excited to hear my name early. I was, you know, it's kind of nerve wracking to see how long you're going to have to wait or if you're going to get a chance. So, um, for me, just hearing hearing that early in the morning, and um, I, I couldn't be more excited, and uh, I was I was thrilled. When did you first kind of realize that the Royals were pretty interested? Have they been kind of looking at you all year, or back to last year, or when did that start? Um, you know, I mean, this year is, I mean, junior year was a year where I started to talk to scouts a lot more and get to know more and more teams, uh, the regional scouts in the area, and um, I got to know. A uh, local guy here, Josh, um, and then as the draft came by, I mean, I started talking to him, um, you know, more and more. And uh, I mean, as the draft played out, um, and then had some um, phone call or two maybe before to see if I was ready to go. And um, you know, it seems like more and more of an option that was likely to happen. And um, 
So coming in, I thought coming into that day, I thought there's a, a strong chance of uh, becoming a royal and um, see it happen. Uh, it worked out great. So yeah. Well, were you a? Uh, I'm assuming you were a Mariners fan growing up. Is that an accurate guess? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was a local team. Yeah, I was definitely. It's, it's hard sometimes, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was a Mariners fan. Did you have a favorite player growing up? Uh, favorite player growing up, you know, I I really liked uh, you know Edgar Martinez as a little kid, and then um, you know more modern times. I mean, I really like uh, watching like Miguel Cabrera, but. I'd say Eddie Martinez is probably one of my favorite uh, Mariners hitters of all time. Well, I'm sure you saw the Royals play from time to time, being a Mariners guy, and, and you know video games yeah, and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But but before the last few months, what did you? I mean, did, did you ever really think about the Kansas City Royals? What did you know about them? Did you ever you know have any thoughts on them back in the day? Um, you know, I mean, I never was a huge like Royals fan. I've always been a more of a baseball fan, I think, than just a diehard Mariners fan. I mean, I, I got I got the I was lucky I had the MLB extra innings package, so I got a I got my my fair dose of baseball in it um, as a kid growing up. But um, I mean, for me, I, I guess I don't I don't know too much of uh, the culture for Royals fans or anything. But uh, you know, I mean, I, I know all about like Bo Jackson and the George Bretts. I mean, I, there's a, a lot of great players that have uh, came through there. Absolutely. Well, you grew up in the state of Washington, then you were quite the student athlete in high school, too. You hit over 500 all four years of high school baseball, and you had a 3.97 GPA. So what made you choose to attend uh, the University of Washington? Um, for me, choosing the University of Washington was, uh, I mean, I loved it. I uh, fell in love with the campus, and then more importantly, I fell in love with, uh, you know, they, they, I believed with the, the new coaching staff, I believed what they were doing, and um, I mean, they promised a new stadium coming in, and a new stadium did come in this year. And uh, and I was a really strong. I mean, my, I came in in a big junior or my my junior class this year. A lot of us that got drafted, we uh, we all came in together. And um, I mean, it was, a, it was a good group of guys that just believed that we could come in and um, kind of change the culture of uh, Washington from generally, uh, I'd say. A, a lower team in the pack too. I mean, this year we finished second and went on to the playoffs. And uh, I mean, that's kind of what we came here to do. I mean, we had expectations of Omaha, but that didn't happen. And uh, for us, it was just is more important changing the culture and helping the program take that next step to um, become a more 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 and more prominent school in the pack and in the nation. So, uh, from yeah, for me, I just I, I wanted to become a you know be, be a part of something special and be a part of building something and. Um, and, and and it's also great. I mean, you're not going to find a. It's, it's up there for one of the best public universities, and I was a good, I was a good student. So, for me, in an academical sense, uh, academically speaking, it was a great uh, it was a great fit for me. So, now, aren't you an economics major? Did I get that right? Um, actually, actually, sociology major. Now, um, yeah, just getting pretty close to, to getting that degree after this quarter, but. Um, yeah, I, I was I was studying economics for a little bit, and then uh, changed to uh, econ or uh, sociology. And you were also yeah. a, a second team Pac-12 All Academics. How did you find the time to balance school and baseball? That had to be kind of challenging, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely a challenge. But uh, I mean, after after you go through the go through it for uh, three years, you know, you get used to being more organized, and I mean, it, def- it definitely takes some uh, multitasking. Skills and learning how to 
how to uh, plan ahead. And um, I mean, those are all great, great skills that come out of being a, a student athlete at a, at a D1 program. And um, I mean, for me, just juggling it, it just meant being more organized and taking care of my business. And um, I mean, you get done with practice and it's late and you're tired. And it's kind of easy to, uh, easy to check out, but you still got to stay on top of your schoolwork and get that done, even, even though it's not what you really want to do after a long day of practice and classes and whatnot. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the most important thing is just being organized and uh, kind of having that desire to do well and not just skate by. Well, you mentioned coming into uh, Washington and kind of changing the culture, which you guys have done, and you kind of did it off off the bat there. Your freshman season, you started 50 out of the 55 games at second base that year as a freshman. But then that summer, you got some major national attention. So you went to the uh, the Cape with the Red Sox out there, the Yarmouth Dennis, and you hit 329. Yeah. You had six jacks, 38 ribbies, 12 doubles. So wh- what was that first Cape summer like, and how, how were you able to just off the bat have that good success out there? Um, I mean, the, the Cape experience was great. One of the one of the best baseball experiences I've had to date. Uh, for me, I mean, I was I was coming off of freshman year. Um, I was I've heard I've heard great things about the Cape at that point. I was I was excited to uh, to get out there and see what was going to happen. And uh, I mean, I just uh, I told myself before I went out there, I was just really going to enjoy enjoy the opportunity opportunity in the moment and not you know get not get wrapped up so much in, um, you know, things I can't control, but just really appreciate where I was at and, you know, the opportunity I, I had to play in such a great league and with great players. And um, I think for me that was just a huge thing was just relaxing and having fun and um, just playing baseball and enjoying enjoying uh, every bat and every game I got to play. And, um, I mean, for me it was just going out there and relaxing and doing what I could do. And, um, I mean, yeah, just that, that, that success, I mean, definitely, uh, for me, it was a huge part of my career and where I'm at now. And so, uh, I mean, yeah, it was, it was just a, I, I can't say enough about it. Cape was a great experience uh, for the last two summers, really. Now, you've seen Summer Catch, right, the movie? Yeah, I, I have seen it. Yeah, my, it's one of my mom's favorites. So. <laughs> that's, that's a great flick, dude. I, I love that movie. I think it's an underrated cult classic. It didn't do too well at the time it came out, but I, I, I like seeing it on MLB Network now. But so, is there any you know any truth to that movie at all? Can you confirm or deny that? Uh, you know, if you, you ask the locals there, they're not a they're not huge fans of that movie. Um, you know, it's it's obviously has its it has its fair share of. Uh, like fictional, fictional things in it, but uh, I mean, I mean, the the cool part about it is, I think the true part is, I mean, you go out there and you you get to meet guys that from all across the country come from all aspects. You got the surfer from USC and uh, the local kids from Boston College or whatever, and it, I mean, that's from that point, it's it's realistic in that sense where you're you're meeting all these these great players and great kids, and they all have their own stories and. Um, but I mean, as far as I mean, I never experienced anyone burning down a yeah, the concession stand, <laughs> press box or anything a concession stand. Yeah, but uh, I never met anyone that out of control out there. But uh, yeah, and I and also didn't uh, see anyone uh, hanging out with a rich girl or whatever. Like uh, yeah, there were, what's your face? I was, I was going to ask if there were any any girls as beautiful as Jessica Biel out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm sure there were. I just, I. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see anyone else out there, unfortunately, but uh, no, I, uh, that would have been great. 
I've never even looked. Is there actually a Chad Amaze team out there? Does that team exist? Yeah, yeah. It's at, um, I think the teams in the movie, they use the real names. Um, there's, they're called the Chatham Anglers now. They, they were the A's, but they had to change because of uh, licensing purposes with the, the Oakland A's. Huh. Very cool. Well, so after your sophomore season at UW, then you again went out there, like you said, and then kind of this past season, you were moved to the outfield in D8. So why the switch to left field, and were you okay with that? Uh, you know, the switch to left field for me, I, I think it was a better a better fit for me as a player. And um, I, rich, I never was a second baseman before I got to the, uh, the University of Washington. I, I, uh, I jumped in there as a freshman and a little bit as a sophomore, I think. Mainly that was a uh, – a good position for me to get into the lineup on the team. Um, but then after my sophomore year, we lost we lost outfielders and it opened up and it was, a, it was a good chance for me to make that transition out there. And I definitely was a, I was a big fan of doing that. I, uh, I learned to like it a lot in the outfield. I mean, it was, um, you know, I definitely had its learning curve and everything, but I mean, every game I was, I was out there, I felt a little bit more and more comfortable. So, um, for me, I, I thought it was a good change, and I mean, it's always fun to learn a new position and have something else you can play. And so, for me, that was that was a cool opportunity. So, wait, what did you play before second base then? Growing up, um, growing up in high school, I, I was like a corner. I was first base and third base, okay. and I, I pitched a lot too. So, um, but yeah, I mean, get, getting moving from the corners to the middle infield, that was always you know, it was always a, um, a struggle, you know, and it was it. I wasn't necessarily the most prototypical second baseman body or fit there so right um for me for me going out to left field it, it i mean i felt i felt it was a great great move for me and it, and it helped the team a lot so so you're a kid that can play all four corners then so that's good yeah very cool well this past season you were like the cal ripkin of your team you started all 59 games you were the only one you have what 135 straight games you've played into and you hit for the cycle this year how cool is that uh, that that was a that was a fun game. Um, I remember just the uh, you know the last the last hit of the game was was one that was a triple and um, you know I got in the dugout and I mean everyone was it was kind of like holy, holy cow I just I just hit for the cycle almost couldn't believe it. Um, but yeah that that was a great experience. I mean just uh, it's one of those times where it's you know you all, you always remember that that game you you had and you did that and. Um, They'll always stand out. So, well, we we hear a lot about your bat. Then we hear a lot about the power potential and the gap to gap and stuff. So, but kind of describe, you know, give us a scouting report on, uh, if, you know, in your own words about your offense. Yeah, I think a, a good way to describe me offensively is, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I, I've I've shown I can I can hit for average and um, you know be a good peer hitter, but also I I think uh, more and more I think the power will start to show and. Um, gap to gap is a is a good way I think to describe me in this uh, in a sense I've I've always you know hit more doubles than necessarily home runs but I I think the power will come as I as I mature and um, get a little get older and so I I think I mean you kind of nailed it on the head from on your report and I mean that's kind of how I'd classify myself as a hitter. What do you do for fun uh, away from baseball and school? Uh, um. So for fun away from baseball and school, I mean, I anytime I get to you know relax and kind of step away from, um, I'm kind of, I'm always like I'm a worker. I like to I like to be busy doing something, but when I do step away and relax, I like to just hang out with uh, 
hang out with friends, maybe watch a movie. Or, um, if I'm alone, I, I, I'm a little bit of a reader. I like reading. Uh, I got a Kindle, and so uh, I mean, from that sense, I just I just like hanging out, relaxing. Um, but most of the time, I'm I'm busy. I get kind of go crazy if I'm not doing something and working. So. Yeah, totally, totally. Well, we're excited to see you in a Royals uniform hopefully soon. And But what would you like to say in closing uh, to Royals fans listening? Uh, I mean, to Royals fans listening, I, I'm uh, I'm pumped for this opportunity to be a part of this organization, and I'm uh, I'm ready to hit the ground running and uh, start playing some ball again. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really excited. Well, we're looking forward to following you for several years to come and, and talking to you again soon, and, and thanks a lot for your time. And it's, it's great to have you in the organization, man. All right, no problem. Thank you. All right, take care. All right, you too. Bye.